Hey everyone, it's Sam with an update from an episode we did with Ben Taft, founder of Mira Labs in the summer of 2020. Since that interview, Mira has grown massively, even securing a deal with Super Nintendo World in Japan. So without further ado, I'll play a short intro of the episode we did with Ben. Don't worry, I'll include a link in the show notes, and then we'll get into some of Ben's updates. He tries it out. He decides that this is really interesting. Right then and there, he wrote up an email on his phone, and it said, hey guys, really cool AR startup, first class of Jimmy Iovine, you have to check this out. I'm investing. And he sent that email to Max Lebchin, who was one of the founders of PayPal, Will I Am, Ashton Kutcher, um, and a couple other people. That email is my phone background to this day. Hey, Ben, how's it going? What's up, man? I'm going to put on my virtual background because I'm packing my room up right now. Yeah, no worries, dude. Where are you going off to? I'm moving back down to LA. Oh, no way. I've been a nomad for a while, but... Yeah, I saw you were doing some calls from, I don't know, some ocean or something and a boat and a hot tub. At a certain point, that's absolutely right. And uh, I decided I wanted to go somewhere warm, so I went to the Virgin Islands for a few months. Uh, I kind of lived on the beach there. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. I, I have a couple buddies that are doing like Puerto Rico and Barbados yeah. and also Tulum. Every, everyone seems to be in Tulum right now. Right. It's Tulum and Miami right now. Those yeah, dude. I mean, it seems like a, a super sick lifestyle. But dude, I, I'd love to like just like get some updates about like what you've been doing with Mira because um, it seems like there have been a ton of updates since we talked like what summer 2020, including some stuff with Nintendo. So so what, what, what's been going on, dude? I think AR for industrial AR specifically, it, it used to be an if it used to be like, is it going to happen? Mm-hmm. And that's not the case any longer. It's it's a it's a sure bet it's going to happen. Uh, then there was the question of like, well, when is it going to happen? Like, when's the right time for it to happen? And after 2020, there's no question that it's now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only question left is how? Like, how does it get to scale? How does it get deployed? And uh, the landscape uh, is brutally complex and organizationally inefficient to take that technology and get it to scale. Mm-hmm. And you know, ever since we started, it's always been about making it really simple. And uh, since the only last remaining question is how, we offer the best answer to that question, which is, well, just take the smartphone accessory essentially and attach it to every device you already have and just download an app on every phone because you already know how to do that. And you don't train users on how to you know, use something new. It's just mm. open an iPhone app and get going. From that perspective, Mira and, and our timing is, has been great on the industrial side. I'm wondering, did you have to do like a, did you have to do like a pivot at all as you saw the pandemic continuing? to just hold? Yes and no. I mean, like, here's a question back to you is like, you know, before COVID, what would you say Zoom is? Uh, I, I don't, I don't even right. know. I like a business web, a business so. web conferencing. <laughs> exactly. Like Zoom is like a, a, biz, a business web conferencing tool, but now it's like, well, now there's like, now you're, you're, you're reliant on Zoom for facilitating digital interactions that used to be physical and some may return to be physical, but some will, Mm. stay digital. And it's the same exact case with our market. It's, Hey, you used to do a lot of these things in person. Now you're able to do them digitally. And a lot of these things, by the way, shouldn't have to go back to physical, you know, post COVID because it shouldn't cost you hundred thousand dollars and mm. weeks of time uh, just to fix a machine that goes down. Right. Why would you kind of ever revert back to doing things that way. So it sort of accelerated this change, which was digitizing these procedures and things and and, uh, knowledge transfer processes that 
used to be visible. But the uh, Super Nintendo world seems to be different from that. Is that it like, is. like how the hell did that come up? And, and uh, why did you decide to actually like go through with it? So um, the Universal deal actually, it's one that we've been working on since probably 2018. Oh, wow. Uh, the doors of Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Japan are now open. The park is a larger-than-life-size replica of the company's most famous games, featuring characters like Mario and Yoshi. We were very quiet about it. It was certainly uh, a deal that we uh, built the foundation of while we still had uh, a consumer focus. The main attraction is arguably Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge. The required AR headset is really what brings the ride to life, letting you see virtual elements like other racers and the Koopa shells that you launch. When we shifted toward an industrial focus, we chose to maintain our partnership and relationship with Universal um, because the uh, aspect of our technology that they wanted us to continue to develop was one that we uh, thought made sense to continue to develop. It really was around our lens, our display technology, which is not anything that we've abandoned. We've actually only continued to leverage and harness it in this new industrial form factor. But I mean, that feels like, I mean, just like in terms of like feeling like that's like a huge recognition associated with your brand, right? Like that's like a, I, I feel like, I mean, maybe not so much intangible, but just like in terms of like how people look at you, like being associated with something as big as that and like a rollout as big as that seems like, I don't know meaningful <laughs> or at least, like at least emotionally like how, how did that feel for you when we announced it or yeah when we announced like when you announced it because i know you were you were working on it for a while but like or at least how i saw you announce it is like you know constant posts on instagram from not not only you but everyone who else is like like supporting you it seemed like seemed like something uh, like, like a step forward in some way, or like, at least like a, like a reflection point where it's like, okay, like we finally did this thing that we said we we're going to do two years ago. It was very rewarding to announce the universal deal. It put our technology and it put our work and it put augmented reality into a context that our friends and our network could really understand. Industrial markets are something that you know, my friends or your friends probably not don't have much of an understanding of, right? And and <laughs> it's right. It's it's really important and it's impactful and it's creating a lot of value in the world, but in a way that's more invisible to you and I in a lot of ways. Um, the the beauty of announcing the Universal deal was, you know, our mission is and always will be to make this technology accessible to anyone, and we felt that this partnership with Universal took this technology, which is very science fiction-like and very out of reach and inaccessible, and delivered it in one of the most incredible uh, experience form factors to what will become millions and millions of people. So as far as our mission, we're confident it's aligned with what we set out to do. Um, and in terms of the rewarding aspect of announcing it, it was cool to see people understand uh, a new context and a new use case for the technology that we believe in so much. Hmm. So what's the, what's the, what are your next big moves? Um, what, what, what's coming on the horizon, or at least the things that you can talk about? I'll have to just surprise you with them. <laughs> well, it seems exciting, dude. Um, again, super hyped.